But this this is live. We have to give the people what we want, what they want. We're here to talk about parks and recreation. When you listen to us talk, he change. We will talk and talk and talk, and then we will talk some more. Cause this is the show. Thank you so much. So, listeners far and wide, I don't know if you heard that, but there was a smattering of applause because we're doing our first live episode. This is where you whoop. Shall we just get the audience to introduce themselves? Oh, okay. Yes, I'm proud. I'm going to be. Should I take the yes. laptop with me? <laughs> okay, I'll be, wait, wait, wait. I'll be laptop, bitch. You be mic, okay. bitch. Okay. Down. Yes. You get a car. You get a car. You, you get a car. You get your moment of fame on a very popular podcast. Hello, audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still late. Hello, names. I'm Freya. I'm Anna. Didn't even ask anything about them. I <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jess. Charlotte. These beautiful people! Come to see us. Okay, we're going back on stage now. They travelled far and wide. Oh, yes! Standing ovation. It's not in my own head. It's really taking me out of it. Oh, gosh. I dropped my cup. That was that was the visual component. Right, it's all over now. Yeah. It's all gone horribly wrong. So we've just been monologuing to this room uh, for a long time about the podcast, but I think we should actually give them what they're here to talk about. Mm-hmm. Sarah, what are we talking about this month? Parks and recreation. Yes, we are. Cue the triumphant music. Have you ever seen, if you watch it with subtitles on, uh, the intro song just says, <laughs> Triumphant music. <laughs> triumphant music. Triumphant music. How triumphant really does it nice. feel, though? You know what? It feels as much as subtitles say it is. So. <laughs> to me, it feels a bit like a plodding duck, but like a happy plodding okay. duck. Like, boom, boom, boom. As someone that has a lot of experience with ducks, after just looking after some ducklings for a weekend, I can say that's pretty accurate. <laughs> that was a backhanded brag about babysitting yeah, ducklings. It was. Yeah, it was. What were they called? Well, I was going to name them, so there were six of them, I was going to name them after every member of S Club after Paul left. But <laughs> Why do, what do you have against Paul? I don't know, just six of them. <laughs> I didn't really think this through. And then me and my flatmate were going to name them after um, ABBA songs that are people's names, but there aren't really enough of those. Mm. We just had a Fernando and Chiquitita. That is really hard to say. Chiquitita. And that was, that was a... Um, my white friend at school um, <laughs> thought that <laughs> thought that that song was called Chicken Tikka. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was a name. I thought that was a term of endearment. We're learning things today. Chicken Tikka. Yes. I don't know because it sounds kind of cute. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, like Chicken Tikka. Yeah, like, do a little cheek grab. Yeah, exactly. Abra torturing people. So back to parts of recreation. <laughs> this is going to be really difficult for us. We're going to have to vaguely stay on topic. Yes, I know. I We're going to try. We We're going to try. So it's been 10 years since the pilot. Yes. Okay. I mean, technically it's not been 10 years yet because who counts the first season of Parks and Rec, like, honestly? <laughs> when it was The Office 2.0. 
And uh, Amy Poehler had a really strange voice. Did she? I, I rewatched that. the first episode last week, and there's just something about her voice and her mannerisms. It's a lot higher. Oh, okay. It's really interesting. Hmm. And um, yeah, Mark Brandanowitz <laughs> oh, was in it. Mark Brandanowitz. That's oh. the only line I remember. So, shall we get started? On, yes. On our predetermined questions. Let's uh, journey to the world, the land, the world of Pawnee. Uh, <laughs> via these questions and we'll also have as you may have already seen a special guest joining us later in the episode yes very technology doesn't fail wait what would you say is is the pawnee and what would you say is the eagleton of the greater manchester area oh this is your chance to get shady (laughs) (laughs) none of you are okay what do you think Okay. Well, okay. So if I didn't pick up, Charlton is Eagleton. Rush home is Pawnee. I lived here for a year. Okay. I know everything. I know. Yeah. Amson Road. That's where I lived. You can go stalk my old digs. Yeah, we'll all go after the show. It'll be great, guys. <laughs> So yeah, it's been 10 years. Um, when did you start watching the show? Did you watch it straight away when it debuted? Uh, I think maybe when it was about on season two, season uh-huh. three. Maybe, I think season two. Because um, <clears throat> I distinctly remember I was doing my GCSEs at the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, so and that was about 10 oh, years I ago. I started watching it when I was doing my mm-hmm. GCSEs. No, I watched it a little bit later. I was doing my a <coughs> Oh, okay. But even... With children, mere children. I know we were babbies really watching babbies. it while revising, but you know, <laughs> revising for someone with ADHD is not revising. <laughs> but you know, looking at Parks and Rec is very uh, yeah intellectually stimulating. Exactly, I More felt so the revising. I would say yeah, I yeah. did, I did. So, what led you to it? Was it were you illegally streaming it because you'd heard of it? Absolutely, it was quite late to come here. Mm, was it, it was. through that whole? Oh, I like Thirty Rock. Should I check out Parks and Rec? Well, I've actually never watched Thirty Rock. Oh, interesting. But I remember a lot of people on Twitter were talking about it at a very certain time, including you, probably. Maybe. And also, I think. <laughs> I noticed a lot of people talking about the term Galentine's Day, and I was like, what the hell is that? And Treat Yourself as well. And so I looked it up, I think I watched the Treat Yourself video about 50 times before I actually watched Parts and Red. And I was like, oh, this is really funny. I should give this a go. And also, I don't know about you, but because not many people outside of like Twitter and Tumblr were talking about it for quite a while, like I felt quite cool like watching something that like, none of my friends will watch. I was dickhead when I was like mainstream <laughs> NBC yeah exactly <laughs> starring millionaire actor <laughs> <laughs> yeah but none of my friends were watching it so you know um yeah I think it was 30 Rock then uh like oh yeah Tina Fey and Amy Poehler mm. are funny together then I'll check out Parks and Recreation mm-hmm. and I Zoomed through like the first three seasons and then I left it for ages. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I wasn't there for the and leaving. Um, well, I think this is when it started to dip. Yes. A little bit. Yeah. I think I watched one to four, like back to back. And then I think season five started airing once I'd finished all that. So yeah. I was watching those like weekly. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I literally watched like arguably the first, the best four seasons mm-hmm. all in one go. I think, well, they kind of um, shot themselves in the foot by 
Because they knew that a show like that would be talked a lot about on mm. social media and Twitter, but maybe this was just kind of the advent of that. Mm. Just the value of social media in, in bolstering mm. a, a TV shows or any sort of piece of media's um, influence in the world. Um, and perhaps after that, American Network started to learn because then you had like something that was on for three years and everyone over here had already watched it on yeah. some sort of dodgy site trying not to get That's any so viruses. True. And they put yeah. it on what, BBC Four in the UK? Yeah, I which think? seems, yeah, which seems uh, counterproductive. Very strange. Yeah, yeah. So what was it about you, about Parks and Rec that kind of grabbed you? So obviously, initially it was me being a dickhead and just wanting to be really cool. And then um, I just got really into it and I was just like, this is just nice and wholesome. And I think I found, and I do still find with a lot of sitcoms, the humour can be quite alienating. Mm-hmm. And kind of, it's a bit of like one-upmanship and thinking that the humour's better than the audience. Yeah. If you know what I mean? And just with this, it's just so relatable. Like, I don't know anything about government. I don't know anything about, you know, like the parks department. But it's like, it's not alienating at all. And I think similarly to The Office, it's kind of, it's a humour in its characters that you can so relate to like your friends, your co-workers and things like that. Yeah. How about you? Well, I think it's it's a similar route for for me and I think Mm. everyone who fell in love with the show as well. I think there's a lot of, we we entered this age of cynicism maybe about, probably about 10 years ago, Mm. to be honest. I think we were leading up to it. And then the great... Wasn't the start of millennial humour that um, Dear Brother video on SNL? Oh, that's the one. What'd you say? Have you guys seen that short? It's like Andy Sandberg and Shia. Oh, is it Bill Hader? Yeah, Bill Hader as well, right? And Bill Hader, yeah. 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 And Kristen Wiig. Oh, God. The whole squad just basically repeatedly shooting each other while, mm, what you say, by Imogen Heap plays. <laughs> and people always say that was kind of the start of this weird, like, very sort of video content and meme-specific humour that kind of exists now. But I think even that, it, it's just kind of cynical worldviews are being interwoven with that. So you see mm. that in something like Bojack Horseman, where it's just mm. hopelessness is this cyclical thing and you know you can yep. never evade it mm. whereas something like parks and recreation i think in the first season they didn't quite nail it because i think they were trying to copy and paste everything that worked in the office mm. and maybe try and adjust it a little bit for the more cynical generation but then when it got negative uh feedback then you start to see a load of heart um in our characters, you know, mm. even so, Andy, who is someone that you know you hated, weren't they going like, to write him out at the end of the first series? Right, exactly. And then you, you look at him now; he turned out to be like the most beloved character yeah. and a weirdly evil Republican. Watching, watching parts like Pete Potts and Rick the other week, I was just like, I used to love this man. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. What happened? <laughs> so sad. I know Anna Faris, good on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get Do you know what it. the trick? is don't lose weight don't get hot <laughs> like it'll ruin you <laughs> exactly chubby chris chris pratt, pratt for life yeah, yeah. peak chris pratt definitely oh, so good definitely. but the fact that they could redeem a character like mm-hmm. that uh just is a testament to how well constructed the storytelling mm. is and how dedicated the showrunners were mm. to making something that wasn't just the office 2.0 mark mm. 2 or whatever and as it started to dis- distinguish itself as its own show i think that's when it became immediately more appealing to me as well because mm. i think i was initially put off 
by the the idea of it being because remember the office is last season have you seen it no i haven't uh, last two seasons i think is this after uh, Steve yeah exactly uh-huh. <laughs> so james spader comes out of nowhere they pulled Is yourself in it uh he was in it when steve oh, carell was okay. still there uh-huh. yeah he was the hot replacement boss when mike when steve mm. carell quit <laughs> he gets I very jealous <laughs> um You have James Spader turning up, Catherine Tate. They're like pulling out all the big guns because they've run out of money. <laughs> Catherine Tate, big guns. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, little guns, a little yeah. pew pew. It'll give you, it's dressing like an acupuncture a, needle. Dressing up as a nan guns. That's what she does, dressed up as a nan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Remember? No. You don't know Catherine Tate's show. Oh, right, when she was the old lady. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I believe the character was just called Nan. Okay. I think that was just That's it. A t- that is a testament <laughs> to its long-standing know, status. Right? Um, so what questions do we have here? There's right, I've got my glasses <laughs> on, I can't even well, see yeah, anything. Well, yeah, kind of touched on it, but like, when did the show get good? So it's kind of like across the board acknowledged that season two was when it kind of started peaking season two superiority mm. yeah because i think that's when they had a direction as well ah uh-huh, definitely yeah and they started kind of uh weaving in like more like long-running storylines like i think mm-hmm. the whole april and andy thing starts in season two and they get together in like season three i think but that's good i love i love slow burn yeah. build up Me too. Because it's not gratifying. Because then if you look to something like New Girl, mm. I don't know. Have you all seen New Girl? A little bit. Okay. So New Girl season two is like perfection. But they they built up to Jess and Nick's relationship too quickly. Too quickly. Too quickly. And then, yeah. so it's you know, it's always the will they won't they couple that eventually will, you know? Mm. And um, for those who haven't seen it, you have season two, which is great. At the start, they're kind of like, uh, hate each other. And then it just... blossoms into something mm. they love each other for a season then they break up and then it's really awkward because they just hardly acknowledge it for like two other seasons yeah and they, they, got, they got back together then they get back together yeah. but it feels really forced because mm. nothing was building up to that but you know even with when someone like ben came into mm. parks and recreation you instantly fell in love with him yep as leslie started to definitely yeah yeah that's so true because enemies to lovers is a great trope but you've got to like <laughs> You gotta do. You gotta build that tension. Mm. Otherwise, it's just there. Eh. And there's got to be something about the character that you like, mm-hmm. even when you're meant to not like them. So even obviously, like um, Ben and Chris, right? yeah, Chris Schreger, yeah. um, come in as like, oh, they're like the government head honcho. Yeah. But immediately, like you can see, they have character. And I think, especially when you find out about like Ice Town and Ben's life <laughs> and <laughs> Paul's life as an 18 year old man. And then Chris's like crippling anxiety <laughs> yeah. as well. That's like, you know, he's, he's not happy all the time. He's hiding how empty he feels inside. <laughs> and it's they're like these, it's kind of like they're heightened archetypes of all these weird quirks that we see yeah. in everyone, but that we never really want to acknowledge. Mm. You know, you, you have that kind of. A sarcastic, withdrawn uh, person who builds a shell in mm. April. In Leslie, you have someone who's constantly like a go-getter, go-getter, yeah. go-getter. But it's like, she never feels adequate enough, you know? Mm. And then Ben iced out. <laughs> What do you even start with that? The calzones. <laughs> And the short, the short stop, stop motion movie. I think about that. <laughs> I think about it all the time where he goes, could a depressed person make this? <laughs> <laughs> 
are you like, yep, because it's exactly, it looks exactly like an abandoned project that you make during like a, a depressive life. So yeah. You're like, I'm not doing anything or seeing anyone or replying to texts or emails, so I'm going to start writing a novel. But I wrote half this think piece, so <laughs> things are fine. Um, but I was going to say as well, in terms of the romances, what I really like about the show and I think Mike Shaw does this in all his shows, you know, in The Good Place, I don't think it works so much. Yeah, but the Good Place is... is, is once yeah. characters are together, he's like, that's it, I have no desire to break them up. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, I guess it's the thing, um, the writers really care about the characters. Yeah, exactly. Which it's I think not, is really nice. It's not like these dramatic twists and turns mm. just for uh, ratings. It's you know, Their trajectory is similar to how a real relationship would be. I mean, yeah. people are on again, off again, but it's not as... Exactly. So even yeah, when uh, Leslie and Ben were on again, off again, it didn't feel like it wasn't painful to watch. It wasn't like yeah, because um, you kind of had no. that knowledge in the back of your mm. your head that it would resolve itself, whether exactly. you see that or not is different. Yeah. Um. So, what is your favorite episode? <sighs> I gonna need to make this text. Love. Go for it. Do you know what you got to do, mate? Um. I really love the Treat Yourself episode because I'm basic, <laughs> but I think it's fantastic. <laughs> and I think it's one of those. So I just love, I have this list on my phone because I'm a loser of, uh, it's usually sitcoms, episodes where the A storyline and the B storyline are just like perfect. Yeah. Because I think this is such a like failing with a lot of sitcoms. It's like an A storyline can be really strong, but there's a really weak B storyline yeah. or even like there's just three like really weak storylines. And with that episode, so it's uh, obviously Treat Yourself with um, Donna and Tom uh, taking Ben to go get his Batman costume (laughs) when he's really depressed. And then it's also the Pawnee Goddesses episode um, when Leslie and Ron have the rival um, squads, like the the scouts and stuff. And I just think, yeah, both of those are so funny. Oh, now I need to think of mine. Yeah, I Come didn't on, think of mine when I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do have to agree. Treat yourself is great. Yeah. Um. Ooh, I do have to say a uh, little Sebastian's farewell oh, concert. So good because it's not only like on the surface it is kind of it's it looks kind of dumb and it mm. might be filler, but then you have so many characters who complete their arcs and achieve kind of. A semblance of wholeness in it doing something and they it seems like they really start to find purpose within each other and helping each other and also working within the parks department mm. to make their community better and I think this was like the first piece of evidence it was the harvest festival was the first yeah one, right? I love the harvest festival so well, yeah actually. it was actually yes yeah, so it was that natural progression mm. from the harvest festival to, to show you that these are the same people they're working with the same things that they've always had that and that they've always had it within themselves to achieve amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. And because you're invested with them emotionally for that journey, mm-hmm. um, you know, you feel that sense of pride too. Yeah. Even absolutely. though we, we as the audience, we're, we're Ben in that situation, yeah. <laughs> which is I don't get it. <laughs> but also, like, I think it's so nice that these are people that don't really have that much in common. But there's this one thing that unites them, and it's the dumbest thing possible. It's just a horse. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so believable that all of them would love the horse. Like, I think April, doesn't she go on to have like this really like passionate relationship with animals? Yeah. And she wants to be a bear. 
And like Ron is secretly like a bit of a softie. Yeah, exactly. It's all of like those little things you're like, yeah, I absolutely believe this. Yeah, and see these things that were planted in season two. Yeah. I'm not so sure about season is season one canon? Is it would you count it as canon? No. The one, <laughs> one, the one thing I think is wait, I don't even it might actually be season two. When what is the episode where they all try and dig up dirt on each other? Because that is the first time I remember laughing out loud in Parks and Rec, which is when um, Mark Brandanowitz is like, Jerry, you'll never guess what I found out about your adopted mother. And Jerry's like, I didn't know it was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that sure is what great that, is, that is great. But yeah, so again, there's, there's always payoff there. Yeah. And I think a lot of sitcoms as well, if you have multi-cam setups it's just the storyline starts at the beginning mm. of the episode it closes on, on the mm-hmm. second half and you just grow to know these characters just by them being there every week yeah. versus actually getting that rich characterization and digging deeper into their insecurities and their hopes and dreams and yeah so it's nice to have a show that because it has so much heart it um, a lot of focus is um, placed on those those things yeah definitely but I've um, uh, you mentioned the good place earlier. I just, I just like snorted. <laughs> um, and I think the reason why it doesn't work. Have you all watched the good place? Uh, well, I think. They're not in. Yeah, They're not I think why it doesn't work as well as say the office and parks and recreation mm-hmm. is that the office and parks and recreation, no one moved. There were just mm. everything was all bubbling up. That's true. In That's this really true. small room, uh-huh. that familiar that, that familiarity. Whereas now yeah. you're const- they're constantly jumping from place to place to place that's to so place, true. and there's no isolation. Mm. And I think that that's where Mike Show tends to thrive. And same with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, as well, actually. yes, because it's the workplace, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They do. They go off and they do their missions, but they have a central hub. But where yeah. the good places? Or like grounded. even in Brooklyn Nine Nine when they. Um, get put in witness protection mm-hmm. it's kind of a sense you know they're going to come back and mm-hmm. like it feels just like a temporary move yeah exactly um so okay what's your favorite line i think you already said it right i have so many favorite yeah. lines i mean again i'm really basic and i just love um which i think was an improvised line by chris pratt when he goes um leslie i typed your symptoms into the thing oh yes here. And uh, it says you have network connectivity problems. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I have another one as well, actually. Yeah. This is such a small one. I can't remember what this is like in context to, but it's just this throwaway line. Andy goes, ah, a game is the foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about it all the time. And it's so stupid. <laughs> It just really makes me laugh. <laughs> Do you have any other ones like mm. that? Oh, God. This is where I'm going to be called out now because I've forgotten everything. Fake fan. I know, fake, fake fan, fan, fake fan. I'm just thinking of like... Where mouse rat breaks up. That's, uh-huh. that, I think that's, that's my favourite one. Just because I loved watching Andy break down. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. He like falls apart without them. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. And I do, I mean, as much as I hate Fred Armisen, mm-hmm. I did like uh, I did like Donna uh, capitalising yeah. on those uh, those Venezuelan hearties. Is that well. when like they're like, I'm also attracted to the big, big black one. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> she was like, I'm not surprised. I've been to Latin America. <laughs> you you remember quotes? I, I do. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like the most irrelevant quote ever. So, what is the point of it? 
Um, do you have a favourite character? Should we do... Do you have a favourite main character oh, and a favourite kind of recurring character? Ooh, okay. Um... I would say probably my favourite main character is mm. April. Uh-huh. Yeah, I tend to identify with her <laughs> a little bit too much. <laughs> Hiding behind this wall of, like, sarcasm. Um, me? Sarcastic? No. What? Ooh. No. <laughs> um, and side character, um, Pud. I do love Pud. Love Pud. Um, Catherine Hahn's character. I was going to say she's one of my favourites, so I can't remember her name. But, yeah, I just... I identify with Catherine mm. Catherine Hahn a lot. We actually have the same birthday. Love that. The, we're on the cusp of oscillation. That's oh. our star sign. So Cancer Leo. So we're basically pussycat Leos. <laughs> <laughs> Self-aware Leos. Basically, we're crazy. <laughs> so, and Catherine Hahn always plays these crazy bitch yeah. roles. And I'm just, I just like, She's I feel a soul like, like a connection. Energy. Yes. Although, have you seen? Um, we can't speak uh, well of it now, but have you seen Transparent? no she has this really beautiful character turn in that that's very soulful yeah and it's very like calm and it's like so different to anything I've seen her do before no, she but has, otherwise she has just pure crazy yeah. <laughs> I think in that arc on girls she had like quite a little Who's she she Jessa was babysitting someone well, not someone a child okay <laughs> this vague and then about? she was like the, the the dad like is attracted to her uh-huh. and then the, the the and Catherine Hahn is the wife the okay. mother and then she finds out right. yeah and she's like what do you want you know because that's how Lena Dunham writes oh yeah. yeah that's a whole uh, other topic for another time yes. <laughs> and so the lasting legacy of Parks and Recreation Grace has just become like a soundboard you can put like 99 <laughs> pence in her and she'll give you a quote wow I don't know <laughs> oh, that was a jab a, yeah, sorry. That was quite, that's quite hard. I'm sorry um, I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult walking, <laughs> a walking soundbite I mean I think I guess we've kind of covered it haven't we yeah exactly also it's one of those shows that's very clever because it's not really tied to popular culture of the time so it is kind of timeless in that way i would say yeah because it has these jumping points for its references Mm. and i think the decision to go forward a few years but just go absolutely bonkers with the technology oh yeah yeah it just eliminated the problem of Mm. them having to be too true to time because Mm. from the get-go they're like we're not taking this serious sarah i have a question how did the show actually end because i can't really remember we just signed Enough. No, I meant parts of my That wasn't even a bit. I was being serious. <laughs> that was, very, that was super ends. campy, though. I know. We were on some, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some board <laughs> Um, How does the show end? They're in the future, mm-hmm. then they're in the future again. And they're potentially more in the future. Yes, that's what I, yeah. That's what does Leslie become president? Is that basically it's it's implied that either Leslie or Ben becomes oh, president. Okay. They never quite give it away because see, there's secret security, security, uh-huh. security. Wait, do you think I'm too far away from the laptop if I move out the I don't step? know. I've gone up a rung on the ladder. Just shout. Care. Just shout. Um, that, won't be, that won't be a problem Yeah, so it's me. because they, they have security detail, both of uh-huh. them. Um, I think it's kind of implied mm. that one or they're maybe at, both of them. They're at uh, Jerry's funeral. Yes, because right? he, he he lived to a hundred and he had a great life. <laughs> and wasn't he? He was Mayor of Pawnee. Oh, was he? I think so. Jerry. Wow. I know. They mistreated him. But I would say <laughs> Jerry, Terry. Barry, <laughs> everything. I would say like even when they're mean to Jerry in Pots and Rec, it's never. I'm a very sensitive soul, right? 
And I used to really enjoy It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But I had to stop watching it because they were so mean to each other. (laughs) I know that was really lame. But I was just like, there's no redeeming characteristics in any of you. But even when they're mean to Jerry, they don't really mean it. And they just want someone to push around. And what I love is that even though, like, Jerry is kind of considered, like, bottom of the rung. Jerry has someone that he's really mean to as well. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, it's just him. It's, he's called, like, Ted or something. Was an intern or something? No, it's just this other old man oh. that works there. <laughs> and he's just really mean to him. There's always a bigger fish. In this yeah. case, there's always a smaller fish. That's so true. That's like uh, in Gavin and Stacey when they have the barn dance. And Gwen's like, who oh, the hell invited Jean? That's like half past. Half I'm surprised how you remember quotes from everything. You're I mean, putting me to shame. I did rewatch Gavin Stacey like very, very recently. I so. watched something and I forget it straight after. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. We all have our own unique talents, you know. What am I talking? Yeah. Oh, question from Miss Orange. Rust. Um, Chris, you didn't say who your favorite character is. So I've been asked who my favorite characters are. God, Sarah, hog in all the uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> time <laughs> Really no, I was second. trying to think of a comeback. <laughs> this is the second episode in a row where I said something as a joke, and it just sounded like I was being really mean to Sarah. <laughs> I know I can do, I can take it though because I I throw it at you all the I time. Know, but yeah. I just don't think the audience. Yeah. Uh, my favorite character. I mean, I really love Tom, but I feel a bit. Yeah, about loving him because of the whole Aziz Ansari. I thing. think the best way to look at that is he is not the creation of Aziz Ansari. Yeah, that's really true. That's yeah, really true. He belongs to the writers and the mm. producers and stuff. Aziz portrayed him, sure, but like that doesn't. I, yeah, I yeah. don't think that that's it was really true. Yeah, and I especially love jo- uh, Jean Ralphio and Tom. Aziz oh and God, the world's worst. <laughs> Yeah, it's just chaotic neutral <laughs> yes. kind of energy. Entertainment 720. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I have a really weird crush on John Ralphio. It's just, like, undeniable. I have a crush on Ben Schwartz. I don't think I have a crush on John Ralphio. Yeah, that's probably it. It's just probably too, it. too much. Also, can I give a shout out to my favourite uh, supporting character? I can't remember his name. But I absolutely love... The guy that works at the accounting firm that keeps hiring Ben. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially when he's like, everyone get in here. Ben made another joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd kill to have a workplace. <laughs> That's supportive. So funny, yeah. I love him. This is just the thing, I think like throughout the seasons they just like kind of sprinkle in these supporting characters. And they become as beloved, if not more beloved, than the actual main cast, wouldn't you say? Yeah, because you have the animal control people as well. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Harris Wiggles. Oh, so I know. Crazy Ira and the douche. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and even something like I was watching the Harvey's um, festival episode the other day, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about Sue's salads. Oh, I've never. And they known. all hate. They hate Sue's salads, and they hate the library. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> They were just like, go back to the library, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, both Tammies, especially Tammy too. Yes, I love them both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ron. I mean, Ron. I think Ron yeah. is a fantastic character. Absolutely. Because, you know, again, it's that thing about heart, like the thing with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They have a different way of... Because you know what they're doing. It's it's it, you're not supposed to sympathise with the characters, mm-hmm. but I think people grow attached to something that they've seen for thirteen years in a row. Yeah, so, that's true. And then think, 
when you see, you know, that they're all being mean to each other, you, softy, take it personally. <laughs> they're your friends. Honestly, I just, I have, I think I have very strong ethics about meanness. Like, I can't, I don't watch very many documentaries either because I just have so many ethical quandaries. I just like, I, I just like nice things. Have, did you, uh, my mum, <laughs> you're like my mum, but she was watching a documentary about penguins. Mm-hmm. Was it Gordon Buchanan? And, uh, they saved one of the, pe- the some penguins by building a bridge, even though they're not supposed to. No, it wasn't that um, Attenborough. I don't the, know. I think it was the most. Who, the, was, who did you just say? Gordon Buchanan. Do any of you know who that is? You're just stating this name like he's a household name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he's Scottish. You're like, oh yes, it must have been uh, John John Paul uh, Smith. Darude. <laughs> Can we not talk about Darude? I'm really upset. I don't know if anyone... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I know who Darude is. Oh, okay, That's why yes. I said Darude. Okay. Yeah, so Darude got knocked out of the uh, of Eurovision at the semi-finals. I'm really upset. This He was in the... U- yeah. I haven't been watching it. I've been boycotting. 2.0. Oh my god. I don't gosh. even know if it was Sandstorm. <laughs> yeah, see, this is the problem. I'm like, okay, good. This is another reason to boycott your vision. <laughs> Darude's gone. It's not because it's filmed in Israel. It's just because Darude's gone. <laughs> Joking. I will not be watching your I know. Okay. What have we written about Pud? Is there anything interesting that we can talk about for? for I like the ten question minutes? where we've written, uh, what do we think Pud Happy's doing now? Okay. Also, I guess we can apply that to a lot of the characters. Where are they now? But we, we, I think we kind of knew where they were. Then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the nice thing with resolution is knowing that there's not. Like, did you see recently? Um, someone tweeted they were like, "Do you think Harry and Sally are still together?" No. And people had so. I mean, right? And but people had so many like different like nuanced takes on it. But I think with parts and right, you were just like, no, they're just they're together, <laughs> and that's it. Because they they love each other and they all went and started families and they do what they want. And I think that's nice. Yeah. So shall we? God, I really like. I'm. You would not believe that I'm a Scorpio. But... <laughs> well, you're on the cusp, but you have something I am. and a something. Lib- a Libra's nicer than Scorpios. I don't know. Yeah, I only know about my time of the year. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> I just know Libra, so I can say I'm a fucking Libra. <laughs> that's that's it. This is why we're here to tell everyone our star signs. <laughs> yeah, I think we do that most. <laughs> just but reminding people. Now we're really doing it. Does anyone from the audience have any questions while we're here? Yeah, ask us about our hair. <laughs> Love your hair. Thanks. What's up with your hair? <laughs> it's up. <laughs> any other questions? I lost my water bottle in an Uber. I'm really sad. She's drinking from one. <laughs> Are you just like, I'm so triggered right now? <laughs> I know. I'm so Are you so- <laughs> How dare you? Warning, you know no, what? I'm gonna get back to my room and find out. Find out I left it there. I swear <sighs> to you. The, the <laughs> Should we have a funeral for your water bottle? If you've lost your water bottle, will you do a tweet like "Water bottle has passed away"? Can't believe this. I want to run, run to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. She's quoting a Wayne Rooney tweet about Whitney Houston dying. <laughs> it's one of the greatest tweets of all time. Other than when, I think it was also Wayne Rooney, uh, <laughs> added himself saying, I'm going to knock you out or something like that. He had some good content. Pure poetry. But I like that. <laughs> I just, I want to run to you because it's like, if you didn't know it was a Whitney song. <laughs> it's so obscure. And then he goes, he goes. Yeah, because it's not, it's not like one of the big 
big one. No. Just also, he goes like, blah, 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 can't believe this. I want to run to you. Really can't believe this. It's like just and to emphasise how little he cannot believe it. <laughs> okay, so let's do our sing along. Let's just let's end yes, on a happy definitely. Note. We can actually do. Will that. you sing? We've got. We're gonna have the words. We're gonna have the words on the screen. So you have to. Otherwise, yeah. we'll. Uh, Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> are we Are we ready for the for the for the time of your oh, life? We lost the three people one. remaining. <laughs> you just have to sing with the might and the power of. I don't know, five people. Five. <laughs> yes. Okay, should we literally do this? Oh my god. Okay. Pin horsey heaven, here's the thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. <laughs> yeah, you need to film this. I want to see you. I've <laughs> I just took two seconds. Then you learn to fly. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Miss you in the saddest fashion. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Your five thousand candles in the wind. You have. This has been you ought to know. <laughs> the first and last live edition. <laughs> yes, we have fans for life. Thank you. <laughs> oh wait, Sarah, where can we find? Where can they find us? <laughs> you can find us at you ought to know pod without a w on twitter and instagram i think it has a w on instagram oh it has a w on instagram yeah, you had it here first and i'm at sarah sahim on twitter and i'm at grace simone on twitter yes listen to us so we become popular please thank you thank, thank you all good night yes. thank you manchester <laughs>